0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Founders Craft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Gonzalez, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about three tips to develop your own niche. If you want to develop your own niche, you need to become an expert. An expert is someone who is focused on one key area, the sweet spot, and builds a brand around that area. As a founder of the digital product design company, Perfect HQ, I found this to be true. When I first started my company, I specialized in one thing, custom icon design. Year after year, I would slowly bring on new services like web design, user interface design, and branding. As we expanded our services, our customer base also grew, but there was one problem. I was no longer the expert at one thing. We began to lose focus on what made us special, and our company began to decline. Fast forward a few years, I began to pivot our organization back to our craft, what made us special. We doubled down on providing an ecosystem of services that surrounded one thing, digital product design. Digital product design is the practice of creating a digital product from concept to customer. We actually spend time working with our clients, helping them understand who their customer is, and then building out a strategy to serve that customer as best as we possibly can using technology. The output of what we create is often in the form of a website or an app. Now, because we decided to specialize in this area, we've now built a reputation on being the experts at digital product design. Building this reputation for this area of expertise has directly led to some of the best and most fulfilling engagements we've ever worked on. And because of that, we have a very clear path for customers to work with us. If you are considering to launch a new business, or maybe you have an established company, and you want to find ways to develop a niche, I'm going to share three tips for you. Now the tips I'm going to share will work for anyone who's considering a product-based business or even a service-based business. You might be a consultant who probably worked with a wide range of customers, solving a certain area of challenges that they may have hired you for. The tips I'm going to share with you are gonna allow you to double down on the areas that's gonna allow you to become an expert. So the first step to this process is to know your customer. It is extremely tempting to say that What you provide and the areas of expertise that you have can serve anyone. While that is partially true, you will find greater reward and fulfillment doing the work that you're doing if you find a very specific segment of customers that you can serve with the absolute highest level of attention. This is where I encourage you to make a list and take names. It's very important through research to intimately understand who your customers are what they're trying to do in the very specific area of their life and the problems they're experiencing along this journey. As you understand this, you can then move into the next step, which is to audit your strengths and weaknesses. Whether you are a one-person shop or a multi-person organization, it is very important to conduct a SWOT analysis. A SWOT analysis stands for Strength, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats Analysis. On a sheet of paper or even a whiteboard create four quadrants and label the first box in the top left strengths the box in the top right weaknesses the lower left box opportunities and the last box threats go through each box and ask yourself what do we do as a brand really well what are our strengths now this is something you can even unpack a step further If you are the founder or you lead the organization, think about what you're really good at and then begin to think about all of the other individuals on your team and ask them to think about what they're really good at as well. As you do this, you'll begin to see even down to the level of roles, what your team does really well, where there's opportunities for improvements, where they're weak, and even where a threat might be. This allows you to really get a full picture of the areas that you should focus and double down on and the areas that you probably should either remove from your fold or become even better at once you do this it's time to focus on the third step which is to focus on what makes your craft valuable from end to end now what does this look like imagine you are getting married and you need a photographer for your wedding are you going to go to the DMV and ask the individual who takes your driver's license photo to cover your wedding? I mean, after all, they're using a camera and they need to cover the event. No, you would actually hire a photographer and probably a videographer who has experience covering weddings. For the same reason you look for someone who specializes in covering weddings, is the same reason that customers look to you for the service you provide. And I know this might seem like a very obvious point, But I mention this because any time a business experiences a dip in sales, the business owner is very tempted to launch a new service or even add more products to their fold. But that is not going to help your business grow. Now, you might see a short-term spike in sales, but ultimately you're going to flatline because customers are not clear on what services you provide that you are an expert at. Don't become the Walmart of steaks. Become the Ruth Christ of stakes. Be the expert at what you do. Now, what does being the expert of what you do allow? It allows you to continuously improve your craft. When you are focused on doubling down on the one thing that you're really good at as an organization, as a company, it allows you to find more ways to improve that experience for your customer. If we were to continue down the example of the photographer who, specializes in covering weddings imagine being able to really understand the nuances of the right lenses for the right angle for the right lighting for the right time when you specialize in one area you can begin to look at everything you do and you can audit your strengths and you can look at where can we make this one percent better if you continue to do that over time your expertise your area of craft will compound exponentially over your competitors. And whenever someone is considering working with you versus others, they're going to see that you have the best product. Now, there are a lot of other variables within maybe growing your business around your craft. Obviously you have a clear message. you have clarity on what you provide and speak a common language to your customers. But on top of that, the craft really does matter. Once you've convinced the customer that you are the best with a very clear message, now you have to deliver on that. And if you have a service or a company that provides an offering that continuously serve your customer, it is very important to improve on that experience without disrupting the expectation of the customer. So in closing, what does this all mean? If you want to develop your own niche, you need to know your customer very well. You need to audit your strengths and weaknesses using a SWOT analysis, and then focus on what that SWOT analysis identifies as the opportune areas and double down on that. Become the best from end to end, providing what you do. Well, that concludes another episode of the Founders Craft Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear your feedback. Go to askmikegonzalez.com slash 10. There you will find the ability to leave a comment and join the conversation in the community. Also, I'd love to interact with you. If you have social media, you can find me at Mike Gonzalez on Instagram. Send me a direct message. Follow me. Would love to chat with you there. That is all for the show today. Until next time.